Hello, everyone. Welcome to Eternity, where love never fails. Hello, everyone. Thanks for listening. This is the Eternity Bible Study Podcast, where we walk through the Bible together every weekday, Monday through Friday. We're podcasting from here in the United States and in Zambia with a goal to share our thoughts and encourage one another as we read God's Word together verse by verse. My co-host in Zambia, Matali, and I are both listening to Through the Bible Podcast and then sharing our thoughts and encouragement with you. From America to Africa and everywhere else, God is in control. As always, our attribution goes to Through the Bible with Dr. J. Vernon McGee. So if you've ever wanted to try to read the Bible every day, we hope you can join us. We're regular people just like you, trying to learn more about God and walk in step with His Holy Spirit. So if you have your Bible, feel free to read along. And if not, no problem. We'll try to put it all together for you. So let's get started. Hello, everyone. We're back in the book of Leviticus. Today's Friday. We'll be looking at chapter 14 today at some of the highlights in chapter 14. And then, as always, we'll be taking a break for the weekend. And then Monday, we'll be back again to start Leviticus chapter 15. Now, Leviticus chapter 14 is laws for the cleansing of the leper. So, this is the leper that has been deemed clean, then there's sort of a ceremony to re-accept this, you know, previously unclean person back into society. And I think the one of the learning points that we can look at is the leprosy is, again, uh, symbolizing sin. And after a sinner has been clean from their sin, has been washed from their sin, by the forgiveness through Christ, that person needs to be reintroduced back into the body of Christ, back into um, the body of believers. So we see this symbolism in the leper uh, being clean from the leprosy. The the priest will be uh, declaring them clean, and then there's a ceremony by which they are brought back into the body of believers here. Um, And it's symbolizing, I think, in many ways, forgiveness. This is how forgiveness looks. And then later in the chapter, there's some references for the cleansing of the houses of the leper. So we're talking about being forgiven in sin, not only you, but also your household as well. So let's jump in with that in mind. Chapter 14, verse 1, The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, This shall be the law of the leprous person for the day of his cleansing. He shall be brought to the priest, and the priest shall go out of the camp, and the priest shall look. And then if the case of the leprous disease is healed in the leprous person, the priest shall command them to take for him who is to be cleansed two live clean birds and cedar wood and scarlet yarn and hyssop. Okay, so the priest goes out of the camp to look at this leprous person to check him out. McGee makes the point that Christ comes to 
the sinful person. He has come on earth to meet the sinful person, to declare them clean. Verse 5, And the priest shall command them to kill one of the birds in an earthen well vessel over fresh water. Now, this to me, uh, McGee teaches that these two birds, one is going to be killed and one is alive. Um, and the killed bird represents Christ uh, in the human form being killed for our sins, speaks to the death of Christ. Then the live bird um, speaks to the resurrection of Christ, the living Christ. So we see these two sacrificial birds are part of the ceremony that that cleanses this person. And I think in another way we could look at it is forgiving us through the blood of Christ, through the blood of Christ being spilt for us, but also through the resurrection of Christ. So we're going to see that the live bird is dipped into the blood of the kill bird, and then the live bird kind of represents our being able to be resurrected with Christ through the blood of the bird that was killed through Christ. So let's continue reading. Um, so he sh- he's killed the live bird um, is killed in an earthenware vessel. And again, we're earthenware vessels too. We're we're uh, clay pots. We are uh, mortal people over fresh water. And that speaks to the living water of Christ. So the living water of Christ is uh, symbolic in this um, bird that is killed in this earthenware vessel. Uh, Verse 6, he shall take the live bird with the cedar wood and the scarlet yarn and the hyssop and dip them and the live bird in the blood of the bird that was killed over the fresh water. And he shall sprinkle it seven times on him who is to be cleansed. So now it's symbolic that the person who's the sinner or the leper in this case is being cleansed by the living water and also the blood of of this bird that was um, killed, okay? And also this live bird. And then he shall let the live bird go into the open field. So this is the, the resurrection of Christ. So we got one component of this ceremony where a bird is sacrificed and another that this bird bearing the blood of the other bird is now let go to fly away. Okay, in verse 8, And he who is to be cleansed shall wash his clothes and shave off all his hair and bathe himself in water, and he shall be clean. And after that he may come into the camp, but live outside his tent seven days. So this is the reintroduction of the leprous person back in society. So he shaves, he, you know, he cleans himself, he washes himself. And so it's just like us. We're cleaning ourselves up. We have a new life. We're a new creation. We're clean again. But as McGee says, we're being tested a little bit. Before coming right back into society, he lives outside his tent seven days. And on the seventh day, he shall shave off all hair from his head, his beard, and his eyebrows. And he shall shave off all his hair, and then he shall wash his clothes and bathe his 
body in water, and he shall be clean. And on the eighth day, he shall take two male lambs without blemish. This is verse 10. And one ewe lamb uh, a year without blemish, and um, a grain offering of three-tenths of a nippeth of fine flour mixed with oil, and one log of oil. And so now we're talking about, a, you know, sacrifices that this fella does just as the other people do to make sacrifices to be clean. And so we see this example of the reintroduction of the, the former leprous person back into society, back into the body of believers here, just as the forgiven person is reaccepted back into the body of Christ and then takes their place along with the other people who have to continually um, be dependent on God to be forgiven. And then we come down to verse, the end of the chapter. We'll see just... um, McGee made a few high points about laws for cleansing houses. We see much the same thing in verse 33. The Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron, saying, When you come into the land of Canaan, which I have given you for a possession, and I put a case of leprous disease in a house in the land of your possession, then he who owns the house shall come and tell the priest, There seems to me to be some case of disease in my house. And we see that the priest goes into the house, and if he sees something... um, that looks suspicious. He kind of quarantines the house and quarantines all the materials and see if anything is growing or it resolves. Um, And of course, if it is suspicious, basically, they basically take the house apart and, um, and isolate all the different parts of the fellow's house or even tear it down. But if it's clean, they can put things back and um and go on and then um then they can declare uh the house clean if the priest comes verse 48 and looks and if the disease has not spread in the house after the house was plastered then the priest shall pronounce the house clean for the disease is healed and then they do the same thing with two small birds so that is the um the, those are the high points of chapter 14 that we looked. And um, it's much in the same way how unclean is to be made clean again. Because unclean um, really spoils and contaminates that which is clean. And things that are clean cannot necessarily cleanse the unclean except through the power of the Lord. And that's what these ceremonies are, are all about. But um, only Christ can really come to earth and cleanse the leper. And so um, this is what uh, we see, this example of what Christ can do for us. He cleanses us from our leprosy sort of say he cleanses us from our sin so we'll stop here we'll turn the rest of the podcast over to matali matali i hope you're doing great look forward to hearing what you've got to say today and as 
Always from me to all of you, God bless you and keep your hearts centered on Christ. Hello. So today's teaching is coming from Leviticus chapter 14, beginning at verse 1, all the way through to verse 57. So we have here the ceremonial cleansing of leprosy. So we are not being given any cure for leprosy, but it's the ceremonial cleansing after the leper is actually healed from leprosy. And then there is the ceremonial cleansing. So leprosy in that day was curable for the leper to actually um, get a cleansing it was curable and there were also those who were healed supernaturally and today there is also a cure for it in scripture leprosy is not presented as an incurable disease as we tend to actually think and i actually thought that as well but since it's actually the worst of that day it's used to set forth sin and in it are spiritual lessons that we may get from for us so this chapter brings in a ray of light and hope into the leper's plight so leprosy was a very um you know um horrible and shameful disease and a very lonely disease um where um, the leper had to be isolated from the rest of the community and their families and and you know when they were walking the streets you know they had to shout leper leper so it's a picture of sin today um, we are all lepers um, we're all unclean so leprosy reveals sin in its pollution so when man sinned in the Garden of Eden, he became contaminated and polluted with sin. So it was a two-way streak. You know, uh, there was the upward guilt to God, and then there was a the downward contamination. So this is why, um, you know, God sent his only begotten son to come down on earth to actually cleanse us uh, from um, leprosy. He became sin for us when he died on that cross. So, scripture reads, verse 1 to 3 of chapter 14, Leviticus. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, This shall be the law of the leper for the day of his cleansing, and he shall be brought to the priest. And the priest shall go out of the camp, and the priest shall examine him. And indeed, if the leprosy is healed in the leper, then the priest shall command to take him who is to be cleansed to living sorry yeah let me just end at verse 3 actually so here um, the priest is not going out to actually heal the leper he's actually going out to see if he is, the, the leper is actually healed and this was a ritual which was to be followed in detail and there was a ceremonial cleansing and it always followed this ceremonial cleansing it was always followed if the leper was actually cured so you know the priest would go out check on the leper if the leper is actually um, cured and look at all the signs so the leper has been pronounced 
you know, Allah provide a priest, and you know, had been pronounced by, by the by the priest that we actually saw in our study yesterday, and now the priest has to declare him cleansed. So if we look at Luke, that's Luke seventeen verse twelve. It reads Then as he entered a certain village that was the Lord Jesus Christ, there he met ten men who were lepers, who stood afar off. So the men stood afar off as scripture stated. And our Lord actually went unto them, just as the priest went unto the lepers. Um, you know, the Lord Jesus Christ came down for us, to save us from our sins. So, the lepers were actually forbidden to go to the camp or place where the rest of the people lived. So, our great high priest, our physician, the Lord Jesus Christ, came forth from the heaven's glory to this sin cursed earth we could actually never make it up up there in heaven because god demands um sinlessness cleanliness that's what god demands so we can't god's not like opening up a college of lepers so we have to be cleansed of our leprosy if we look at um if we go to the book of hebrews and i've got a few verses that's um hebrews chapter 2 verse 9 reads but we see jesus who was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death crowned with glory and honor that he by the grace of god might taste death for everyone verse 10 for it was fitting for him for whom are all things and by whom are all things in bringing many sons to glory to make the captain of their salvation perfect through sufferings verse 16 of hebrews 2 goes on to read for indeed he does not give aid to angels but he does give aid to the seed of abraham verse 17 therefore all things he had to be made like his brethren that he might be a merciful and faithful high priest in things pertaining to God and make propitiation for the sins of the people so he actually came out of heaven's glory down to this sin cursed earth so the priest had to go out to the leper and Christ came down where we were in a world of sin even today you know, in a Laodicean day, when he is no longer in the organized church, Christ no longer in the organized church, he says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hears my voice, he opens the door, I will come into them and sup with them, and he with me. So the Lord Jesus Christ came down to this earth for the purpose, for that purpose actually, and he came down to actually touch the leper that's the sinner that he might be made whole that was his purpose for coming down here so um scripture goes into read now verse 4 to 7 then the priest shall command to take for him who is to be cleansed two living and clean birds uh, cedar wood 
cedarwood, scarlet, and hyssop. And the priest shall command that one of the birds be killed in an earthen vessel over running water. As for the living bird, he shall take it, the cedarwood, and the scarlet, and the hyssop, and dip them and the living bird in the blood of the bird that was killed over the running water. Verse 7 And he shall sprinkle it seven times on him who it is to be cleansed from the leprosy and shall pronounce him clean and shall let the living bird loose in the open field. Okay, so this is it's, it's a weird little ceremony. It's also beautiful. It's the cleansing of the leper. So all sacrifices, as we've seen in scripture, were made on that altar that was in the tabernacle and later in the temple. No other place where these sacrifices were made where these sacrifices made. That's what God said. But this here is the exception. So the altar is the cross of Christ. And we are reared right here. Um, and was actually weird sorry, right here on earth so Christ came down where the leper is and the leper was actually shut out and didn't have access to the tabernacle so man was shut out we were shut out from God and we were far off and we had no hope in God at all we were just shut out we were strangers and Christ came out to meet our needs to where we are today to where we were so they were two um live clean birds you know assumedly doves so one represents the death of christ and the second bird represents the resurrection of christ and these are two great facets of the gospel you know the death and resurrection of christ and both are very essential so cedarwood is a symbol of the perfect humanity of Christ. The wood was incorruptible and served a practical purpose. So, and the handle of a brush to which the hyssop was actually tied with a scarlet string. So that's scarlet wool. The scarlet is a sign of faith in the blood. Um, Rahab, the harlot was actually instructed to put out the scarlet cord as an evidence of her faith so hyssop was a plant that grew upon rocks in a in damp places and it represents faith of the individual so it's the um, appropriation um, and application of the redemption in christ so the earthen vessel speaks of the humanity of Christ. He took, a, he took part of our humanity. So he became man. And uh, the earthen vessel is the body that we actually have. So the, the emphasis here is upon the weakness of humanity. So we have a high priest that was tested like we are because he took upon the body of man. Um, you know, he was tested like we are, and yet he was without sin. And the running water is a living water. Water that, that was actually taken out of a branch that was running. 
So this speaks of the word of God and the spirit of God. The ritual here is actually very beautiful, like I said, and strange. So one of the birds is slain over the earthen vessel in which there is living water. So this represents um, the death of Christ who offered himself by the eternal spirit. And if we turn to Hebrews 9 verse 14, it reads, um, How much more shall the blood of Christ who thought, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God cleanse your own cleanse your conscience from dead works to serve the living God so two birds are essential because one of them is killed and then the live bird is actually dipped in the blood of the slain bird to actually identify him with the slain bird and the live bird is actually let loose christ was delivered for our offenses and he was raised for our justification to give us the liberty to stand steadfast in christ and galatians 5 1 <coughs> goes on to read um, Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty by which Christ was made us, has made us free, and do not be entangled again with a yoke of bondage. So if he died for us down here, and we are dead in him, then we are in him up in heaven, because he's been um, raised from the dead and is at the right hand um of god right now and we are joined today to the living christ so and you know the believer is actually delivered from you know religion law and um ritual so um kisop kisop uh, denotes the faith of the sinner in the application of the blood of Christ in our sin in our lives you know to our sins in our lives so if we walk in the light as he's in the light we are we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus Christ the son cleanses us and keeps cleansing us from all sin so the application of the blood of Christ in our lives so the blood and the water meets in this ceremony the blood and the water actually meets in this ceremony so the living water and the blood so when christ was on the cross he died when christ was dead on the cross and the spear was actually put in this in his side they came out both blood and water and you know john was actually careful to write this in his gospel so um, and you know in his first epistle he was God from the very beginning and when he was made flesh and he was God on the cross when 
he shed his precious blood because there are some expositors you know during the time of john who believed he was god at baptism that's when the holy spirit of god indwelt him and you know the spirit of god left him and that was you know by water when he was baptized and then the spirit of god left him you know through the blood um, on the cross but he was god throughout on the cross when he was born um when he shed his precious blood so there are three that actually bear testimony of scripture that's the spirit the water and the blood and all three agree in one the ceremony concerning the leper bore all this um so verse eight scripture and nine goes on to read he who is to be cleansed shall wash his clothes shave off all his hair and wash himself in water that he may be clean after that he shall come into the camp and shall stay outside his tent seven days but on the seventh day he shall shave all his hair off his head and his beard and his eyebrows all his hair he shall shave off he shall wash his clothes and wash his body in water and he shall be clean so this is part of um the sacrificial ceremony and has to do with the acceptance of the leper back into the camp so among others and you know all this had to do sorry it had to be do with the acceptance of the leper back into the camp and among others and all this had to do with the fact that the old life has ended for him and a new life opens for him so his clothes represent the habit of life and shaving of all hair on his body emphasizes the radical and revolutionary change that's going to take place in the life of the believer when he comes to christ the putting away of the flesh is essential to our consistent walk before the world and the lord jesus christ said by their uh, fruits you shall know them and by their fruits you shall know them how a christian walks his life here on earth so seven days is a complete cycle here and um of inspection and inspection and testing so he is to be tested before he returns to society one can never be set apart cleansed or sacrificed for god's use until he actually comes to the saving word of god so one can just say oh hey because i got baptized and you know i know christ and all and you know without actually going through scripture and meditating on scripture and reading scripture and just think oh hey they actually see but one can they just be say so one can just say i do good works and stuff like that and i don't need anything else scripture goes on to read verse 10 and on the eighth day he shall take two male lambs without a blemish one ewe lamb on the first year without blemish three tenths of an ephah of fine flour mixed with oil as a grain offering and one log of oil so the ceremonial cleansing of the leper is not with the offering of the two birds outside the camp he's now made fit to actually enter the congregation of the lord again but when he does he must take his place with 
the other Israelites, and he must bring whatever every other Israelite had brought to the tabernacle. And, you know, that's the list that I just read through. That's um, two male lambs without blemish, one ill lamb of the first year without blemish, three-tenths of an ephah of fine flour mixed with oil as a grain offering, and one log of oil. So, you know, and these are the, actually the requirements for all sacrifices which an Israelite had to make in his entire life. And this indicates the full acceptance of the cleansed leper. And we have from verse 11 to 20, we have the long ceremony. And this um, encompasses, emphasizes sorry, all the offerings. It actually encompasses all the offerings. So the cleansed leper now stands before the door of the tabernacle as any other Israelite. And all these offerings speak of Christ and that he's made acceptable to God now, not just because is a cleansed leper today we have you know a number of christians you know little cliques here and there who actually feel like they are super duper and more special and better than others you know because they've had like maybe a particular encounter and um they tend to withdraw from the others have their own little clique and put on their own we have to come to christ actually like this like the leper like anyone else it doesn't matter who you are and all we have to just come like any other like um you know like the leper was cleansed it's not that they have any different ceremony or anything like that they have to come like any other israelites and um you know there's that danger of people actually thinking they are special they are super duper saints so at the end we have the ceremonial cleansing at the end of um um this chapter we're reading we have the ceremonial cleansing of the leper's house and we down here live you know in this body that's actually filled with sin leprosy and has to be cleansed and we'll get rid of our old bodies we get to give brand new bodies um a brand new nature um so our nature can't be changed so there will be a new heaven and a new earth and this is um an emphatic enforcement of the law concerning the cleansing of leprosy and if we go down to actually verse 57 it reads to teach it is unclean and when it is clean this is the law of leprosy so here the whole point here is to actually teach we have spiritual leprosy today we have sin because naturally um, we have inherited sin and in christ we are accepted in the beloved so the question that we ought to ask ourselves is are you a leper that has been um cleansed in christ or are you a leper who has not yet been cleansed in christ so are you walking the walk? Have you been cleansed? Have you uh, taken to the word of God and accepted Christ? You know, he knocks at the door, accepted him, um, and he entered in your life. Um, because we're all lepers. We're all born with sin. So this is our teaching for today. Thank you all for listening. God bless you all and have a pleasant day. Bye-bye.